0: Alright people, welcome to the Bizzlecast film commentary for Creed. Oh man, I've been so pumped to drop this one. I'm not even going to do an intro because I've talked so much about Creed in recent podcasts, how much I love it. I think it's one of the best films of the last few years. The digital file has been out for a number of weeks. The DVD and Blu-ray is out now, so get a hold of it. And you're definitely going to want some ambient sound on this, no doubt, because of the music and get the subtitles going. And I'm going to go right into the countdown, because the movie's that good, so why delay the inevitable? Cue your uh, DVDs or files to 0 hours, 0 minutes, 0 seconds, and I'm going to bring us into the countdown. All right, here we go.
1: Three, two, one, go. All right, people, welcome to Creed. Creed is easily one of
0: my favorite movies of all time. And based on the fact that my Creed podcast with my cousin Phil, uh, we talked about Creed and Rocky, uh, has generated close to 500 hits as of this recording, setting a new record for the Bizzle cast, I'm not the only one in loving this film. And even though I wasn't a fan of everything about Fruitvale Station. I recognized the brilliance of Ryan Coogler behind it and Michael B. Jordan acting it. And I just had a feeling like this was the perfect conduit to take that feeling and go here. And here we go. We start in juvie. And not only do we start in juvie, but we see how horrific it is. This fucking Nazi shit coming
1: up. All right, boys, let's go. Tighten up. Got the officer ordering the kids around, tighten up, get on the wall,
0: kids immediately go, they go on the ground, he still says it, they already know to go there, boom, alright, we're over the shoulder of a cop, in a jail, running in, total mayhem, this is such a realistic looking fight scene among kids, I do not know how Kugler pulled this off. This is so real. These kids are just digging into one another. You totally know who Michael B. Jordan's younger self is. Uh, Beating the shit out of a kid twice his size. At least let me get my shoes if the camera tracks them. Just one of an infinite number (laughs) of brilliant subtleties in this movie. Um. (laughs) <laughs> it's going to be hard for me not to turn this movie into a love fest, despite the darkness of parts of it, but I-, I just think, along with Birdman and a couple other movies in the last five years, this is up there as one of the best. Adonis is fighting. She's not surprised. He just fights. So Felicia Rashad is amazing in this movie as his mother. She has some of the best lines. She's so natural. I mean, the chemistry between her and young Adonis is, is really amazing. You don't see stuff like that in movies much. In terms of two characters, you only see for a couple minutes. Um, but sells the whole thing. And, you know, I'm a believer that the first scene of a movie usually sells the movie. And it's... It's not because it's that important, but because it just reflects how good the movie is. And it just bleeds, even among characters that you don't see much like here. Although we do see police Rashad with our little one-liners during the fight at the end of the movie, which is so classic. Uh, could we have a moment, please? The social worker is perfect. Uh, Adonis does not love her, but you know he at least respects her and she's not being tough with him. Like the cops were. Alright, look at his fist. His right fist. This is brilliant direction here. This sells the whole... Oh, God. Why were you fighting? I love it. Her delivery for each line is so different. Yeah, I'm
1: not from a group home. (laughs) I'm not a social worker. God, Mrs. Casby. Felicia
0: Rashad. Just killing it. Look at this kid about mama I beat his ass. <laughs> totally honest. Yeah, and this is the thing. There's so much exposition going on in the scene, but you'd never think so. I know it's like to lose someone. She's setting it up I like how she's not condescending to him, too. She's just unloading her own feelings on him, and that's why he ends up trusting her. What'd you say? I don't have no father. Isn't that true? I think she's from like Baltimore or something. It's a, That's a very... Right. You had a father. God, every time I see this in the theater, I get chills. I'm getting chills on my computer right there, people. I'm not going to lie. He was my husband. Yeah. And the thing is, her skin tone is not dissimilar to uh, Apollo's. A wife in the movie. Do you think you'd want to do that? Yeah, this woman's just sweeping in to pick up this kid from jail. But he just immediately trusts her. And that's the thing. We don't have to be told over and over again how much, you know, oh, the hair cubs. We don't need to be told how how much Adonis cares about his mom later in the movie. Creed. Oh, yeah. So this is one of those rare movies where I got, you know, fucking chills in the trailers numerous times
1: even though i'd seen the trailers and knew what was coming i still got chills (laughs) so if that first scene um
0: or extended scene you know group of scenes was the cold open as they call it in tv this is chapter one (laughs) <laughs> and uh, immediately buy Michael B. Jordan as a total badass. And that was important, you know? He's not a huge dude in terms of width, but oh, here it is. I mean, he should get nominated just for this right here. Look at this display. Look at him. So he really learned how to box, and he still boxes daily, even after the movie. He fell in love with it. He's ripped in real life as he is here. And, uh, you know, the choice of being in Tijuana was brilliant because you could, you know, it's (laughs) semi-professional or whatever. Mexican, people he can take down easily. Anyone will volunteer to box him. Yep, we see the walkthrough, and this is mirrored at the end, of course, against pretty Ricky Conlin with the walkthrough in the 100,000-person Liverpool Stadium. And, you know, it, you don't need to hear an interview between them uh, to know this if you just watch the movies in terms of Fruitvale Station and this movie, Kareed, with Michael B. Jordan and Ryan Coogler, the director and writer, which is that they love long one shots, as do I, as do all true, you know, film aficionados. And that's why Birdman was so great, was that, you know, they used some basic camera tricks to make it seem like the entire movie was one giant shot. I mean, we're still on the same shot. It's it's zooming in. Uh, Actually, it's not a zoom in. They're moving the camera there. They finally cut. Boom, boom. Knocks the guy out. (laughs) Uh, But, but, uh, you know, Michael B and Kugler both talk about how much the two of them love doing one shots, and they'll go to great lengths. (laughs) This is totally a fight club thing. I mean, I know he doesn't beat himself up in front of his boss, but... It's the transition between the violent fighting and uh, office life is is great. So he's a righty. Rocky, of course, famously, is a South Pole. He's a lefty, as we'll say, in case you forgot. <laughs> okay, one of numerous Wire characters. Uh, this guy's a homicide investigator. I think Bunk cuts his tie at one point. <laughs> you know they fall asleep at their desk because they're working 20 hours a day right so they drop promotion quitting all in the same thing this career just ain't for me yeah, what are you going to do he doesn't want to tell the guy he would just try and talk him out of it. hey man thanks for everything so, you know, I, I'm going to try and talk about some new points in the commentary, because I've done an entire podcast on Creed. That's my best-listened-to podcast, by far, of any podcast I've done in the last, you know, eight to ten months or whatever. Uh, it'd even be Terminator, which seemed like it was unstoppable. Um, here he is with his mom. She's scooping the fid. You immediately buy them. they've been living together for the last ten years. Yeah, listen to Felicia Rashad. The higher assistant, yeah. She's uh, indignant at the thought that they haven't. Yeah. Oh, God. She's put in an impossible position. Okay, so they sell the son-mom contact, you know, when he's first adopted. And then we see it there. We already buy it. He lives a comfortable life, but he works hard. He's a smart guy. But also, boxes. And when he comes back from work and eats dinner, his mom goes to bed. He watches Rocky fights against Apollo Creed. And what's good is, is that you watch the, the Rocky movies now, and the fighting is just so fake. I mean, you know, it's just, in terms of stunts, it's come a long way. Since the 70s and 80s. But because you have Adonis shadowboxing here, look at this—he's taking Rocky's side, punching the shit out of his dad, and he's got a problem with in his brain, and, and that's a big part of the movie. It's getting past that, yeah. He's look at that Apollo verse Adonis. Oh, it's great. Okay, and so the music in this movie is something that I have mentioned in the podcast. I talked about my cousin Phil. And, uh, in my Movies of the Year podcast, where this was number one in terms of black movies, um, I talked about the music, but, uh, th- this will give us a chance to really relish the brilliance of it with the imagery. Okay. Yeah. So we're, we're barely 10 minutes in. We've got Wire character number two. Well, number three, I mean, you know, Michael B. Jordan's Wallace. Nah, bro. <laughs> yeah. Avon is the responsible one here. Uh, michael b jordan actually learned some stuff from avon you can see it in his facial motions all right look how look at what harris here he plays avon the wire they fight for life what yeah watch what he is with his eyes and the way he turns his head and you'll see michael b do some of this stuff <laughs> okay you're real tough now. Huh? this is important i ain't training you Right, nobody training you. I'm gonna make sure about that. And that's a hard you know, that's an easy line to miss. You know, he's blackmailing Adonis, like, I'm gonna make sure nobody in LA trains you. Yeah. Wood Harris kills it here. He's a uh just a magnetic presence. Adonis. <laughs> yeah, you know where those are gone, the keys to his thing. <laughs> Boom, I love this, you know, you, you, you gotta do the baseball card, you know, yeah, you gotta do the baseball card, you gotta do the comparative power stuff, yeah, you can get the shit knocked out of you, he doesn't even wear a helmet, punches this guy and slides out, <laughs> oh my god,
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Boom. Here, Here's more world building. Where were you at when I was in group homes? Right. Yeah. His dad. trained His dad. Okay, this is important. In terms of this movie, because this guy, Danny Wheeler, Stuntman,
0: 18 wins by knockout, number two pound, pound boxer in the world. Number one is Ricky Conlan. This guy's supposed to... Uh... This guy's supposed to fight Ricky Conlin, but Conlin punches his, you know, jaw out. And, uh, <laughs> and you got, I see you got your hair gear on. Get to Lil Little Duke. Um, so anyways, so his jaw gets broken before the fight even starts. And that's what allows the opening for, uh, Adonis to come in later. But, uh, it's been suggested that the guy who plays Wheeler hair may, uh, return as the, the heavyweight title opponent, or light heavyweight, actually. Um, <laughs> I, I, I will maybe try and explain weight classes if I have time, but, you know, they're about two levels removed from, uh, you know, super heavyweight. So each fight, or, or, or each group of fights in the movie, gets progressively better and cooler. Boom. Oh... So I, I know that Michael B. got hit straight up and fell to the floor in at least one scene. It might have been this one. It might have been... I think it was against Ricky Conlon in the end. He wouldn't even think that way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and here it is. His mom tells him to get lost if he wants to be a fighter. Yeah. They actually cut out some of this dialogue from her about all the things she had to do for Apollo because he was so fucked in the head from fighting. Which it didn't seem like in the original movies, but what we know about boxing now is actually way more realistic. Look at this. Side, front, boom. Yeah, where'd you get this? Mexico. She knows about Mexico. Mm, Here we go. Not that bad. <laughs> not kill myself. Thing is, it, it's not. Yeah, she's Mrs. Cosby. Uh, yeah. Right. She talks about wiping his ass. I'm mean, like, oh my god, it's so real. And, and actually, that really disturbs uh Adonis. Yeah, yeah. I get killed. She loves him, but clearly they've had some differences in the past. Yeah, look at him. That's Avon stuff he's doing with this face there, the eyebrows. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna be fighting full time though, and you know, like I say with the Martian and other great movies in the past year, it's all about execution. There's no excess in this movie. It's minimalist perfection. Doesn't mean you have to be him
2: exactly.
1: You know, he projects just the right mix of confidence and insecurity. If you can meet somebody's ring, you don't have to call me. Oh, yeah, baby. The Roots, Philadelphia,
0: Pennsylvania. You know, I'm super biased with this movie because. um, I'm super biased with this movie because it's in Philly. like all the Rocky movies. But I'm not a hardcore Rocky guy. I've seen the movies. I love the original. It's very rewatchable. Uh, But I knew I was going to enjoy this part if nothing else. And it was just, you know, it was just the icing on the cake. I mean, (laughs) if this movie had been in New York, I would have been equally behind it. But here at the art museum with the Rocky statue... This is, like, less than 10 blocks from my house. I, I can walk here in, like, 8 minutes. Uh, ben Franklin Parkway. By the Schuylkill River, leading to Fairmount Park, the largest uh, park in a city in the country. So, there's Rock. Bam, right to Adrian's. And
1: what's great about Adrian in this movie is she's a character without really being alive. Or not being alive. But she's alive for Rocky.
0: And, in fact, you know, when he seems to betray and abandon uh, Adonis later... Oh, here we go. It's sort of for Adrian. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> yeah, one of the many all-time great scenes here. Good call. <laughs> you
1: you can't even believe that Salon could be not a great actor when you see this movie. You know, it, How <laughs> you hear about that? <laughs> All right, dude. Who are you? He's never racist, though.
0: That's the thing. I mean, Rocky's colorblind without, you know, trying to be colorblind. Yeah, and not do that stuff no more. You know, because of him and Apollo. He, he worshipped Apollo, and then they became best friends. How good was he? Apollo, here it is. He was great. Perfect fighter. Ain't nobody better. How'd you beat him? You're right. Time's undefeated. Yeah. So, you know, I talk about how, despite his flaws, Stallone is sort of a Yoda Morpheus figure in
1: this movie for Creed.
0: Mixed with some Karate Kid stuff for sure. How
1: do you know all this? <laughs> right, how do you think? He's my father. Yeah. Stallone denies it, but he's not disrespectful about
0: it. Marion. No, house number still works. Yeah. Mm. And that's the thing. It totally makes sense. Because this is in continuity with the first four Rocky movies. Not five, of Rocky Papa. So Apollo dies in Rocky Four. It's totally believable that after giving a great speech at his funeral, which we see in that movie... Um, in fact, the first heard of, of Rocky IV is great because of the Apollo stuff. Nice speech, exactly. He gave a nice speech. I want you to train me. So this is an interesting line coming that You at least owe me that. And Stallone doesn't... I supposed have to Stallone. Rocky doesn't... Uh, right. First of all, Rocky notices that he's very smart, and they stress how he's smarter than Rocky throughout the movie, which is great. Or not just smarter, just better educated. Right. Yeah, Apollo would tell you too. In fact, Apollo says that in the original movie. He says, you know, get a leather briefcase and be a lawyer or a doctor. Don't try and be a fighter. I was in the ring. Yeah, that fight should have been stopped, exactly. Apollo's getting his ass kicked. And this is a setup for the very, very, very last part of the last scene of this movie. Right, I think he'd rather be here talking with you. Where Adonis completely mirrors his father in the the fight against the Russian and, and Rocky IV before he dies. And he says, no, no, don't stop this fight. And you know, Rocky spent decades now thinking about, you know, what might have happened if he stopped the fight. <laughs> there is a resemblance. <laughs> There's really not, but here's the little... I'm usually here all the time. Oh, this writing is great. Right. Come, come on by anytime. Uh-oh, Mickey's Gym. Man, the subtitles don't even get Mickey's uh name right. right? <laughs> he's like man he he's done everything but say Ankh in their first meeting together. It's amazing. He has such affection for this guy, which makes it heartbreaking later in the movie, briefly when when Rocky's being a dick to him. And he looks at it, gives him a little smile, walks off, a little woodpecker <laughs> you know. This is just his first move. He's gonna seduce him. Yeah, he he's smoother in seducing Rocky than any any woman. I know he's pretty smooth with uh, Tessa Thompson.
1: No doubt. I can't wait for Tessa. Here we go. Some HBO action. <laughs> pretty
2: Ricky.
0: The thing is, you see his body with his shirt off late. And he looks a little flubby, but he's just a giant, and he's so fast. Some some large men are just built like that, especially white men. You know, you don't get the tight, you know, eight and ten packs
1: or whatever. Um, look at him. I mean, he's just jacked. And I think it was important that he wasn't like Drago and Rocky IV. Here we go. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: him and his kids. He's going to jail for gun possession. with a thug. Boom. Here it is. Everton in Liverpool. I can't believe they do the... Right. Okay. So here's uh, here's Wheeler. It's great that they do it in England and Liverpool specifically. I don't know how they do an outdoor fight there. So he's a gold medal winner. <laughs> yeah. yeah, And they lo- they film it so it's exactly like right here. His Rocky training with uh, Avon's dad. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> I've done... I've never even been knocked down. That's not gonna change. He's so charismatic. He's just a boxer, but they, you know, interviewed a ton of boxers to play the role of Conlon, and the dude is brilliant. He's such a douche, but you just never want him to stop talking even though you don't understand what he's saying. So there it is, boom. So we go from there to the Sports Center update that uh, Conlon broke uh, Wheeler's draw to the offer to to create Up oh, here it is. So you've already made contact with
1: Rocky, and he's made progress, even though Rocky doesn't think he's made progress. <laughs>
0: okay, so, the fact that his girlfriend's a musician, and that she's Tessa Thompson, who's beautiful and a brilliant singer, and that she plays weekly at Johnny Brenda's, one of my favorite music venues going back a long time in Philadelphia, in the Northern Liberties, Frankfurt, Girard area, And then opens, you know, at the electric factory. I mean, this show is so Philly. And as I talked about, you know, my previous podcast, they really make an effort to be on the Philly streets. (laughs) He's kicking the door. (laughs) I'm done here. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. She totally calls the shots in the relationship, which is exactly what he needs. Yeah. All right. I know it's that loud. We learn about her progressive hearing loss, which could just be trying to tug at your your Johns. <laughs> People don't say Johns that much in Philadelphia anymore, but John was definitely a thing for a long time. I'm glad they did it in the movie. You know, um, I mean, you still hear it for sure. Uh, the Roots popularized it in in hip hop for sure. Uh, but uh, you know here we go boom continuation of the song um but yeah he's i mean look at this this is south philly you know you know exactly where this is they're constantly on the streets he's constantly running and you know as my cousin phil pointed out you know is there any city and any actor that are more attached to one another than you know philly and rocky So Meek Mill, who's a disturbed but very talented uh, Philly-based rapper, does a bunch of tracks for this movie, including arguably the greatest hip-hop track in a movie score, or I should say with a movie score ever. I mean, there's nothing you can even really compare it to. Here we go. Boom. Leo out the lion. 12 wins by knockout. Number four, light heavyweight in the world. I love it. You get the stats. And you see where they are. Right, here's Pete. Oh, man. Okay, so this guy is in the dark night. He says, uh, let me have proposition. <laughs> Self-taught, right? <laughs> yeah, buh yeah pete's uh pete's not a great guy uh we find out later although i can't really blame him because they were hiding a secret that shouldn't have been hidden i love that there's a i think female boxer or maybe just a very young man he's watching Spurino. it's great he's imitating it this is very much like the boxing stuff going on in uh the wire were you a very different, uh, uh uh Bianca. Okay, so if I call her Tessa, you know, I, I realize that listening back to my Creed podcast, you know, with Michael B, I at least, you know, call him Adonis and Sly Rocky. I always call Bianca Tessa because that's her name. Tessa Thompson's a great name, but this is Bianca. And this is definitely Johnny Breda's been here many times. And he's going to look for a good spot to watch the stage because it's a very low stage. And so it's hard to see if you're like, my height is like, you know, I'm like 5'7 and 3 quarters as a dude. Look at her. Yeah. I mean, she kills this for all. I, I, there are some very prominent movie critics who thought she should have been nominated for this
1: movie. And I, and I have to agree. I have to agree. I mean the thing is she's lip syncing, but who cares because it's her voice that she's lip
0: syncing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and she sees him in his running clothes, which I'm sure is a turn out. Yeah. So uh yeah, so Pete's burrito is Richie Richie what's his name? Richie Coster. Oh here we go. Oh, yeah Pretty Ricky Punches Wheeler's draw out. <laughs> God bless HBO and ESPN for putting on a production that looks totally seamless. Uh, the PTI guys later we'll get to you know, is spectacular how realistic it feels, you know, talking about Apollo Creed uh, as if you're real. Legends. Here we go, Unk. <laughs> you call me Unk? OG. <laughs> What's an OG. Old ass gangster. Yeah, I believe it stands for original gangster. It's all good. Right, he's buttering up more. He's taking out the packages. Are you hungry? <laughs> yeah, he'd be happy to feed them. Okay. Yeah, there we go. I can do all this. Yeah, now he's asking for some drills. Yeah. Right, he knows about Pete, a good trader. <laughs> well, let us hear a proposition. <laughs> Sorry, my Croatian accent's terrible. They know you're a kid, right? I don't go by that. I'm trying to make it on my own, and it's uh, Tessa, A.K.A. Bianca, who, who finally gets him to accept it, and that's why he needs a woman like that. He's brutally honest. Yeah, if you train me, right? Yeah, we can fly under the radar. <laughs> Still, on this. thats bullshit. That's what's great. He's so much more street smart than Adonis. Yeah, he's he's gone from an LA mansion to like the heart of Philly. It was awesome. You know, in the white guy is the street smart guy, and the black guy is the book smart guy. Uh, Twenty fifteen. He doesn't even look at him. Here we go.
1: Yeah, you look like a woodpecker. Pecker foot. <laughs> I've adopted that the woodpecker thing. I love it.
0: Okay, coming up here is one of the most understated and hilarious exchanges ever about the cloud. Of course. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, no problem. That's it. Uh, we see that Rocky still doesn't know how to spell up here, which is awesome. Yeah. Right. Right. Here comes the real advice with the heavy bag. Use your legs. You can, you can kill your hands. You can kill your arms. He's already starting to coach him. And uh, Michael beats back to like, okay, yeah, cool. But he's absorbing every single O oh, W. <laughs> There's a W. <laughs> oh, Rock, he's so great. It's <laughs> that's perfect. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, Rocky has no idea what's going go. on. Hold that real quick. What's he gonna do? What? One more pack of onions. <laughs> Just a little, a little extra reward all right man don't you want this i got it. right what if you lose it it's in the cloud <laughs> i i didn't see any audience among my five or six viewings of korea no matter how many people were in the theater that didn't laugh at the cloud thing It's so brilliant by stallone again you would never think he's been in a bad movie in his life this is great with his mom He's thinking about it. He's kind of depressed. It, you know, they're showing little scenes of him just roaming around the apartment. He misses having her. He loves his mom. And I pray that we get some Felicia Rashad in Creed too, where she has accepted that he's a boxer, but is going to do everything possible to try and take care of him. Uh-oh, here he is. <laughs> and, of course, the door knocking becomes a big thing. Just mirroring Rocky's um, persistence with Adrian in the original Rocky, they wanted to mirror some of that in the love story, that she'd be a little shy despite being a performer. Where are you from, Donnie? Uh, right. I, <laughs> I've heard females you're not supposed to use, but that's what she says. Right. <laughs> not to date. <laughs> I love this. Then this, this is what sells the character to me. He, he tries to ask a beautiful girl out. He has almost no, per, you know, persistence. She seemingly rejects him. He runs away. And then she says, no, I'm hungry. But I'll
1: leave an hour. Yep, here we go. Trip through Philadelphia, baby. Now, uh...
0: In you know, caveat emptor, <laughs> the, the, the cheesesteak place they go to coming up, I know about and I've driven by a million times. <laughs> he says, good luck, man. That's one of those Joss Whedon barely can hear jokes. Oh, she pushed something in her ear. He noticed. We're going to talk about that. Everything has a place and a purpose. She looks at him. She's a little... Cut off her guard, which she's not used to with men being as beautiful and self assertive and intelligent and confident as she is. up oh, hey superstar. They know about her in Philly. Yep, North Philly cheesesteaks, baby. Mm-mm. My neighbor, he's a West Coast boy. Yeah. I mean this is totally an advertisement for Philadelphia. Look at this. I can treat you like your neighbor, we're gonna take care of you, we're gonna you know, we're gonna spin the uh spin the steak uh <laughs> apparatus around. They put on so much more stuff. I-, I normally put on cheese and onions, grilled onions, um, <laughs> and maybe some and hot peppers, but the mayonnaise and the ketchup and everything else. Uh, th- that's what we call a cheesesteak hoagie right there. Uh, and two of them for nine ninety-five dollars is-, is doing Philly justice. Oh, here's the explanation of John's. Oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, this movie did great in Philly, and, and you couldn't understand why, you know, just over a half hour in. You know, it's such a love story, just like the Rocky movies are, to, to Philadelphia. Yeah, opening up the Electro Factory, been there a million times, used to see uh, George Clinton in the uh, Parliament Funkadelic Orchestra, a.k.a. P-Funk, there numerous times in high school. It is as shit, it's in a terrible neighborhood, with no parking, and lots of sketchy people around, terrible sound system, but just one big room and people party here, he asks her immediately... About her her progressive hearing loss. And, uh, you know, this is sort of the most tug-at-the-heartstrings thing in the movie. And part of the reason I say that I think uh, Tessa Thompson should have been nominated is by pulling this off. She had to sell a very complicated love story that, A, didn't feel complicated, but, B, didn't take up too much screen time because there's so much else going on with Michael B. And then Michael B. with uh, Stallone.
1: Yeah, this gets
0: this gets very cute. Chuckles. They shoot right on up on her, doing the bullshit. Side. Look at the way he shoots this. God, I love Kugler. You could tell they're just comfortable around them. You know, they're just having a blast. These two people would really rather be nowhere else in the world right now, whether they're a real couple or not. Up here it is. You're and all. You don't seem like a boxer. Here it comes. He like street. I'm not saying you're a square, but of course she's saying he's a square. And he brings that up later, which is awesome. My papa's a fighter. That makes sense. Right, yeah. She just processes information so quickly. When she hears that Rocky is sick, she knows immediately what is meant by that. We'll get there. So here's the lie. And this is why she gets temporarily mad at him when his true identity comes out. But when she realizes it's because of an, you know, insecurity about
1: himself, she not only takes him back, but she persuades him to take the name. It makes me feel alive.
0: And you you feel alive just watching Tessa Thompson deliver these lines. Yeah, he immediately wants to become a groupie. This is great. Johnny Brendo's there it is again. Oh, what a great place. Right. It said Thursday on the poster, but who cares? I'm a huge film nerd. <laughs> Can I roll with you? <laughs> that doesn't mean anything with the band, by the way. Some of the music street. It just means you get on the guest list and you get there early. But that's all he wants. He'd be happy to pay for the ticket. He just wants to be part of the entourage. Goddamn. Look at her. God, the two of them. And we're not even looking at them here. They're just showing the cheesesteak bar. Okay, so uh, 35 minutes and 20 seconds in. This is the scene where I'm starting to realize that this isn't just, you know, pop movie fair, and it's not high art. It's somewhere right in the middle, and that's the sweet spot I love with my movies. He keeps the chair up in the tree. It's Polly's birthday. He's a very problematic and ag- aggressive and not very nice character, but it was Adrian's brother. It's his birthday. Rocky doesn't forget, brings him some liquor. Probably some you know homeless person takes that. Hey Adrian. They got a hey Adrian. How can you not love it? I hadn't seen the Rocky movies in so many years before this. Uh, but just comes right back up to right. It's getting hard to walk up this hill. You know they sell him being in bad health the whole time,
1: but it's not inevitable that it's going to result in cancer. Yep, this is the new rock. Unfortunately, Adrian's gone. His back's hurting him, but the bills are paid.
0: I I couldn't believe this. It's a long shot of Rocky looking at the newspaper, talking to Adrian who's dead. He's going to read the news to her. You can tell he's done it a million times with the chair stashed in that tree. And this is it. The woodpecker got to him and two very affecting meetings that he didn't realize at the time. And he realizes, you know what? My back pain's not going away. Adrian's not coming back. But there's something that I could still do in
1: this world that might give me true pleasure other than running a restaurant and paying the bills. And we've already seen the Mighty Mixed boxing, you know, poster or sign,
0: but it means so much more when Rocky looks at it. Here we go. Everyone comes out. Hey, Rocky! All the old guys. You know they know. Him. You know this isn't just like fanboy stuff, right? Gives him a gives him a little hug. Yeah, uh, look at Pete Spurino. Thing is, I I just love Spurino, um, or Pete, I should say, his performance. Look what he does to this guy when he wants to talk to Rock alone. Shakes his hand. Get the hell out. <laughs> You done know, nice here. Blaze looking good. New paint and everything. <laughs> Stallone absolutely better win the Academy Award for this. Uh, I mean, if Kugler and Michael B.J. are being celebrated, you've got to give it to Stallone. And, uh, you know, we're meant to think that Leo has not met Rocky before, not like a one-on-one or not when he's an adult. Right, a little training, a little motivation. He's really trying to get Rock back into it. Yeah, time to meet you, Chip. Here we go. You think this could be a big love fest with the three of them? Hey, Unk. <laughs> Unk. You talking to you? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> you made it. Here I am. I know Hollywood. Alright, it's great that that becomes his nickname, Hollywood. Adonis Hollywood Creed. That's it, we met at the restaurant. This black dude. Again, not addressing the race stuff. You know, directly. Okay, sure, fine, it's Philly. That's the thing about Philly, man. It's not that we don't have racial tension here, but of all the cities I've lived in or spent time in, <laughs> there's Sparina looking back at Creed. Um, you know, racially, people get along better here than other places just because it's more a class situation in Philly of a huge working class and labor class has less to do about race and more to do with economic standing. Your father was special. Right, I don't know if you're special. Only you're gonna know. And going to come overnight. Sorry, I'll try not to repeat all those lines. This is it. This is the Morpheus Yoda stuff, you know. And and he slips later in the movie when the cancer comes. But this is exactly the guy he needs in exactly the right part of his life. Yep, every punch I've thrown has been on my own. Nobody show me how to do this. Boom. I'm ready. Oh, yeah, baby. Any boxing sports movie. I'm ready. Here we go. Okay. So not only do they have Nas in one of the classic Nas tracks where he plays with his dad. He's a blues musician. It's amazing. So it's a father and son track, in case you don't know. Nodakowicz says... Okay, so ch- uh, Chasing the Chickens is something Mickey had rocked you, I believe, in the first uh, Rocky movie. <laughs> he could barely jump rope. <laughs> nope, nope, no, nope, Again. Okay, so the music of this movie, you add the score, the soundtrack... The sound effects and and voice recordings themselves. Everything is balanced perfectly. Oh, look at that. Right. Right as the rat picks up, he starts mastering the jump rope. Boom. Doing super push-ups. You know, climbing up you know, on the uh, boardwalk along the river. Yeah. Build slowly. Build slowly. More. 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 Build. Build. Oh, this is great. I mean, this is the exact rhythm of the fucking... Nas soundtrack we're listening to. The running, the jump roping, the punching. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, it's been a tough day. <laughs> that bell don't mean school's out, don't it? Keep going. That bell means hell. <laughs> it's not... The chicken stuff kills me every time. You know, especially if we... <laughs> and they're slowing down. Yeah, you could make a whole tra- uh, trailer with just Rock, and, and there is one out there. But you know, I give a lot of credit to New Line Cinema and Warner Brothers and everyone for really stressing that it's about Michael B. And Stone might be getting the acclaim, and Michael B. might still be young and up-and-coming in the eyes of the general audience. But this movie is his. And... Sylvester Stallone is here to turn it from a really cool and interesting movie to a great, great, great all-time movie, right? The fighting himself thing is great. It, it doesn't make any sense at first, but if you start to actually try and shadowbox yourself in the mirror, it's endlessly fascinating because you you can't ever move as fast as you want because the speed of light is always going to be faster than your movements, but that's what he's doing. He's trying to fight at the speed of light. <laughs> the eagles, okay, so at numerous screenings, Because the Eagles were so bad in November, December, and eventually fired Chip Kelly, and I saw the movie a lot, different Philly theaters, I'm not kidding you, multiple times people booed in the audience when the Eagles side came up. Okay, this is one of the great all-time romance scenes ever, because sex isn't a part of it. Again, hearkening back to the romanticism of the original Rocky movies between Adrian and Rocky, here's Michael B. Jordan being a horrible freestyler, you know, and that's what ultimately seduces her. If he was too talented, she'd be like, what? He's just, he's just making her laugh. The scene coming up on the floor with him kissing her on the cheek is exactly how the first kiss always happens. It's in some weird moment, you know, or at least the first kiss with the woman that it's meant to be. Where the beat go. All right. So here she goes. So now this is the music that she blasts when he's normally upstairs and having to hear the bass. Too loud, and now he's there. She's a serious look on her face. She's worried he won't he won't like it. He, of course, loves it. She's gonna land the ground. Oh, boom! Immediately, upside down, next to each other. This is totally a move I would make. The kiss on the cheek. I mean, what is you know? What is a sweeter thing that you could do? Either coming from the girl or the guy or other. And they stare at each other. This is hard to do, by the way, so she has to move her body to come in to kiss, you know. I'm sure we've all dealt with that. And that's it. Boom. It's all the whole thing. Okay, here's the fighting. (laughs) Let us hear a (laughs) proposition. Pete, I love Pete, you know. The thing is, Rocky's not even mad at Pete when Pete lets the secret out, because Creed beats the shit out of his son, who's supposed to be a
1: legit fighter. He's getting there. Well, here it comes. Hey, Hollywood, what you weigh?
0: Okay, so I won't go through the weight classes, but the light heavyweight tops out at 175.
1: So if you want to fight light heavyweight, you got to be 175. Yep. I <laughs> do the talking. Again, Rocky B in the streets
0: bar one. Let me do the talking, you do the fighting. Yeah, the roles are completely reversed. Uh I <laughs> gotta keep warm. Yeah. Here we go. And I wonder if this is a reference to the Dark Knight too about dogs
1: feeding. You know? Uh, you talk about a hungry dog feeding, this is the Joker with this guy? He's hungry, you gotta feed him. That's what I'm saying. That's totally from the Dark night. I love it.
0: I'm sure Coogly loved that shit. I'll think about it, think about it.
1: Yeah. Yep, right. Right, what are we training for? <laughs> yeah, he thinks the problem is losing the way. That is not the problem. Right. Rocky only makes 20 minutes
0: before Ordonis pulls him down on this one. Yeah, catch my fade. What's that? Oh, this is great. Yeah, they got last, not as many as I hoped, you know, for Michael B to do the, the whole, you know, old school Italian mobster accent thing. Right, and there's the ball, by the way, which was a big part of the first couple of Rocky movies. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> His solution is to move in with Rocky. Oh, man, start training camp. This is great. I don't think he'd be comfortable. <laughs> this naked stuff killed all the theaters. Yeah. God, this movie's so real and relatable. Uh, in terms of TV shows, Jessica Jones is by far the closest thing I can come up with. In terms of 2015. In terms of something that is you know, large, <laughs> uh, something that <laughs> that's larger than life, but so personal and so relatable and so every day. Here it's Philly. JJ, it's New York. Flawed heroes, people trying to do the right thing. Life gets in the way. Uh-oh. Look at Bianca, looking sexy. Uh, right. He has been a little sketchy with her. It's like, oh, I'm just telling you now that I'm moving. Uh, yeah. That's your uncle. He's white. <laughs> a long time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, what a sweetie, right? Hey, welcome to come over. Nice to meet you. She's so regal. She's like an Ethiopian princess. It's crazy. Her, you know. Right. <laughs> your rocky, bubble. I'll call you. She goes, I'm not going to hold my breath. And the minute when they move in, he says, Yeah, she's alright. You know, he doesn't take her seriously enough until it's almost too late. <laughs> that Bianco girl looks kind of nice. You like her? Yeah, she cool. <laughs> Women, weakened legs. You need to see the original Rocky movies to know what this is referring to. Right, Polly was my best friend, not so friendly. Yeah. <laughs> it's good that they establish him with a hat early so it doesn't look uh out of place late.
1: So this is apparently from Rocky 5. I think the only thing that they preserve that's not Rocky 1 through 4. But the
0: way that Michael B. Jordan as Adonis, Donnie Creed, looks at this picture really warms the heart of Stallone. He probably hasn't looked at it closely in a long time. He says they're living in some place called Vancouver. I laughed at that every single time. Nobody laughed, no matter how crowded the theater. You know... That he would call it some place, you know, Vancouver. Kills me, kills me. But he's got so much other, you know, more brilliant stuff. There's the look right there. What'd you unpack? Oh, uh, Rocky's so happy. Okay, so from the period of here until him getting the cancer diagnosis, which is probably forty, forty-five minutes, I'm assuming, um, at most. You know, Rocky's as happy as he's been in a long time because of this kid. He's only totally just crashing out his place, making him train him. <laughs> hey, Paul <A. laughs> The porn magazines from the 70s. He's thrilled. But, uh, his old apartment setup was much cooler, but he's living with Rocky fucking Belbo. Okay, here it goes. This got last from black people, white people, every type of person man, woman, child, adult. When you see Rocky doing his horrible dance coming up. Yeah, yeah. You'd think 5:45 wouldn't be that early for him, but being a Cali boy, yeah, areas. He <laughs> yeah, that's how you start. <laughs> Look at Michael B's face. <laughs> yeah. Michael B's got some TV faces, but it works great in these contexts. You know, that's the thing. He's
1: he's above TV or film. He's just an actor. So this is great. We had to move him away from mixed Gym. They went to the north, north End Gym, or North Side, what do they call it?
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. So if you live in Philly or have been here a lot, and he says, you know, we're going from deep South Philly to deep North Philly, you're going, okay, this is like a 7, 8-mile run. First thing in the morning, before like a 14-hour workout, uh, he has no idea. Here we go. Going through the rocky streets. This is a very rocky uh, side-scrolling shot coming up of his running. You know, but, but, yeah. you, you, right, okay, and you see the bikes, boom, camera goes dynamic, comes back, and we're actually there. We don't have to see the whole run. Dropped a huge piece of imagery that's going to come back in a major, major way when he's about to conquer the world later, which is the speed bikes.
1: Front Street Gym. and <laughs> noise I said North Street Gym. Yeah, the toughest guys in the world. I mean, this movie made a lot of money
0: in Philly, but it's not just because they're in Philly. It's just because Philly identifies so strongly with the Rocky Mythos as the underdog with tons of heart. You know, our favorite athletes, people don't understand this. Pick any sport, baseball, hockey, football. Our favorite athletes aren't the most talented ones. Our favorite athletes are the ones that fight the hardest, that get dirty and messy and will do anything to win, no matter what the cost. And that is the blue-collar, you know, working class of Philadelphia. You're looking at this, you're going, oh, this is a piece of shit. It's a nice job not to reveal the whole gem with the, you know, with the ring, not at first. Right, Rocky's already got the crew. It took him less than a day to get these guys together. Because when Rocky Balboa calls you, yep, the bagman, Stitch, the best cut man in Philadelphia, which you realize is really important in terms of like keeping his eyes open and so forth. This guy we don't see again. Uh, um, my guess is the actor that's playing him is actually a, a glove man, a glove designer, just as a cameo because we don't see him again. Um, but another major character that's sort of under the radar, again, another Ryan Coogler touch, is this guy right here, Amir. Amir, very good fighter, never going to be as good as Adonis, but it has to start with Adonis watching him because he's way more trained than Adonis. So Adonis is standing there with Rocky. And what's great about this first of the two major training parts is that Adonis is really
1: frustrated, and he goes after Amir in the ring. You know? Yeah. He's
0: not catching on to the moves. Yeah. I'm popping fast as I can. Oh Yeah. And he he gets up in other people's business. Yeah. This is how it works. Exactly. Right. He's got coffee, and I'm, I'm... I can't do this anymore. I can never hold the pads. But look at that. He's about to hit his, hit him on the head. Boom. On the brain. That's what I'm working with. Exactly. And that's why you need Rocky. And that's what Pete was trying to get. Talked, he talks about Rocky. About, hey, Rock, you know, come back. Do a little, you know, a little training. A little motivation. It's really the motivation that, you know, Spirino and everyone want out of Rocky. He's such an inspirational guy. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Amir and Donnie going that. Uh, I love Stallone's response to this. Look at this. Yeah, fuck this, Jim. Call a learning curve. Hey, it's the only time he straight up tells him to shut up. After this, Adonis always listens when Rocky's in his right mind. Yeah, on the same damn team. All right, go apologize. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And and they these two work together great. You know, throughout a sort of the extra helping hand, hand as they uh, go around the world or whatever. Boom. All right, so here's where the orchestral music and the hip-hop come together gloriously. Seems like just the Rocky theme, but with some electronic beats in the background. But if you watch him work the bags, or, or the, the gloves, I should say, the pads right here, the Rocky theme is in triplets. And he's hitting the pads just like that. The music, that's what we call syncopation. One two three, one two three, one two three. Oh, man. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's like fighting is in three, not four. And, and they go through the first fighting scene pretty quickly, which is great. Yeah. Da, 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 da. <laughs> and here we come to the glorious Spurino fight. <laughs> you know, this is the best fight in the movie. And there's a lot of reasons why that's the case. The final bout is epic. And I could watch over and over again. But between the prep to this fight and the single camera work, which we'll talk about, this is the best. But then you have the drama here. Does Pete digging around. Figured out who it was. This kid from Hollywood gets you out of the shadows. Right. I always talk about shadows. Shadow boxing. You can't spell shadow. Yeah. Uh-oh. Pete made calls to L.A. Creed's blood. Yeah. Right. His son could be making a lot more money from this fight if it was Rocky and the son of Creed who was fighting. And yeah, I don't understand. Um... How Stallone thinks Pete keeps this to himself. but I want a favor. Yeah. Yeah. The, the whole asking a favor thing. Here it is. Look at him. Come on, Pete. Barely looks at him. Secret saved with me, Rock. Oh, the evil look. Yep. Other than Conlon, I appreciate it. Other than Conlon, <clears throat> Pete Spirino is is really the only you know villainous character they get to get in because that's not what it's about. Now it's about, as Rocky tells him against Conlon, who's a total prick, at least on the surface, it's about you. You The only thing getting in the way of you and this guy is you, but we'll get there. This I love. Again, didn't really notice. Okay, so the way that that, uh, Tessa Thompson as Bianca looks nervously at... Um, the cup man, Stitch, getting his tools ready, <laughs> expecting that you know Adonis isn't going to get his face beat in like a pulp. Okay, this is a brilliant uh, move right here a- as a writer-slash-director, Ryan Kugler. Alright, the noise drowns out, you hear some distant crowd noise, not listening to what the guy's saying. If if you're looking at it, I think it's supposed to be from Rocky's perspective. You know, him having a pre cancer moment. (laughs) I gotta take a shit. Someone go wet my ass for me. Uh, Call back to his mom. Talk about wiping the Apollo's ass. You know. (laughs) And Rocky being Rocky, it's in Philly. Ask the ref for a few extra minutes, (laughs) right? Bianca goes inside. You know, Rocky's multitasking. He's not used to multitasking. It's great. He feels alive. He feels alive. That's what, you know, and that sets up that the cancer is the last thing he'd expect. Hurry up. <laughs> yeah. Anyone anyway, who's taking his shit is so I'm going to tell you to hurry up. D- doesn't help the situation. All right. So from right here, I believe, is a single camera shot. They shot it officially eight times on set. However, I heard they rehearsed it like 25 times all the way through. All right. Hits the gloves. Yeah, this is definitely the camera. Right. Right. Coach, give him the pump-up speech. He loves Rock so much. And it's the first thing he says when he wins this fight. Spoiler alert is, we got one, Rock. We got one. All right, here we go. This was so glorious in the in the theater. Because of Birdman, you know, which did have long one camera shots but knew how to transition so they could have actual
1: cuts in a full-length movie. Still on the same camera. Hands up, hands up, kid. Boom. And with all the big, rocky, orchestral stuff during the training sequences and the final part of the movie, they knew they had to go somewhere different here, especially because of the filming. And, uh... Yeah, not much to say
0: here. This very understated rhythmic uh, score. I mean, I don't know how they did this. Every single shot looks so real. I've never seen a boxing movie this real before. I've watched many times. I'm watching every punch so closely. I know when they switch the camera, but in terms of when the camera's on them, it's always convincing to me. When the crowd first started cheering, Leo, 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 it took me a second to catch on. But it makes sense you know until now he's by far the best boxer most famous and successful one in philadelphia the crowd would be going nuts for him you know i mean if we have a horse in the triple crown that comes from philadelphia the whole city gets behind it i shit you not hit him to the body and what's important about this fight is you knew already just from how they're shooting it they're saying okay they can't go more than two or three rounds here boom but you had to make it convincing that that Michael B would be you know losing after the first round, but still hanging in there, and that Rocky would just notice a fatal flaw about Pete's son, and it's because of that that yeah that goes, Leo. Sorry though, um, and because Pete could tell that Rocky you know had some inside information or whatever, just being a boxing genius. Here we go. So I can't remember if it's when he comes into the ring here. I think it's when he leaves. Watch when he leaves. He sort of has trouble getting out, but they're not going to reshoot it because this was the perfect take in every other way. Still shooting it. This is at least a minute and a half to two minutes in. I keep meaning to time this. But it would only minimize it. Still the same camera. Boom. Now we're in Leo's side. Yeah. You almost want him to
1: win, you know? Michael B's. Uh, a great guy. We've come to love uh, Adonis, but. You know, it seems like he should get his ass kicked once
0: in the middle of the movie. But they go the Rocky mode. You know, he is getting his ass kicked. Look at this. Boom. Oh, this, uh, the boxers they got for this movie are so sick. They're great
1: actors. I don't know if they had any previous experience. They have the look. They have the feel oh boom oh yeah they're tying him up tying him up michael b starting to get some hits in rocky told him the to plan
0: come on i love this he talks to his his opponents always even Conlin. right he says no 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 right here boom boom and they didn't get the best shot on the final shots of the face the camera was a little low there but a it helps sell it right we got a brock he's counting um you know, but it's a cool shot where it makes it look extra convincing. And at the same time, you know, the four minutes or so leading up to that with the single shot were so glorious. You know, you had to go with it. You had to do it. had to do it. And Pete doesn't even want to talk with him. Leo's his lucky shot. Yeah. <laughs> look at Bianca's reaction here. She's f- lo- losing her mind that he could be that like good. Wait, why you say you had hands like that? Oh, but girl, I'm a square, though. I'm a square. I love it. He's gone. No, this This guy, huge lass at the theater. Huge lass. <laughs> and then you see all three of them <laughs> and all the ice cream. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, He's like, yeah, we're going to burn this city down. We're going to tear this city down. <laughs> and here you go. I mean, in the spirit of American... Puritanism, you know, they're selling to us that these two have been together a while and have never had sex before now. They've been holding off on it. And in our world in 2016, I don't want to tell people how to have their relationships and, and, and so forth and how they date, but, you know, if you think that she could be the one, rushing sex should be your last priority because if you end up with her genius. You'll have plenty of sex the rest of your life with this amazing woman. So, learn to love her first, and it will happen. It happens different times for different people. <laughs> women weaken, you know, legs. Uh, you know, one has to wonder whether he explains women weaken legs to uh, a dinosaur who's taken by her music, as always. Uh, and whether he sort of passed it on to Bianca, being like, baby, I really want to, but Rock says I can't. <laughs> Come listen with me. Yep. Uh, the Jim Pam moment. Dancing the indie rock in the, uh, office parking lot at night. <laughs> Man, they have such good chemistry. The thing is, you know, on the surface, you cast an average actress to play Bianca, and it's just totally a token love interest thing, but... They give her enough interesting things to do. (laughs) What about your uncle? He's asleep. (laughs) He old, man. (laughs) This is great, too. They put on the sex music, but they don't show you too much. Mostly your hair, which is super sexy. Um, You know, this is great. This is great. Everyone's earned that. You know. And, you know, he gets to make a a, a joke the next day about his, you know, be... He gets to make a joke the next day about being a little tired. And... (laughs) So when I saw this, I had to see Rocky forever. So I had to rewatch the movies, and I understood about the turtles. I'm not sure which turtle that is. It's one of two. He used to have two. He bought turtles they didn't even want, because Adrian worked at the pet shop. That's how much he loved her, so he could go in and buy turtle and fish food. Uh-oh. And look at her. She's she's blushing like a oh man, she's so full of life. It's amazing. Got the flannel shirt, the amazing hair. I'm right here. God, this is a good scene. This is a, a you know, three minute scene that basically is ten minutes worth of drama and exposition without saying anything. <laughs> you got something you wanna tell me? Uh oh, Rocky Nose before Adonis. <laughs> Her, I'm angry and disappointed at you. Luck is classic. It's classic, but she's never wrong. You know, we can debate later whether she's wrong to shut him out so much after the fight at her show. But right, he's been hiding. Creed from him. Yep, I'm not people, Donny. Right, I'm about the shit, keeping it 100.
1: <laughs> she's so great. She's so Philly. She that she totally feels like a Philly girl. Right, 100% from here on out.
0: I cannot wait for Mrs. Cosby, aka Felicia Rashad, aka Mrs. Creed, to meet
1: Bianca and those two to interact. I was thinking about that during a break. She's going to be so intimidated by Felicia Rashad, but, you know.
0: Marianne Creed is going to love, love, love this young woman. Anything else? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she tries to trap him with the. How, how many times you had suggested? Yeah. Mm. Look at look how she plays this. That's passion. That's infatuation. Nothing. That it. she's not even looking at him. You motivate me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. She's, she's able to be bitchy and naggy in such an appealing way because she's right. That's yeah, so cool. His reaction's perfect. Oh, really? Mm. I'm on that. Boom. This is Hollywood, people. These two. This scene right here. You, you need superstar caliber actors. You do look like him, though. And just like Rocky in the beginning, she sells, sells it. Here we go. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, man. When the PTI thing came on, I was losing my shit in the theater. <laughs> yeah, here's Mrs. Creed. Oh God, she's great! And what's great about the way Felicia Rashad plays the scene is she's not for a second upset or concerned about the you know the fact of uh, of the affair, the adultery. She doesn't let that affect her at all. For two seconds, she can't believe that her son has done it already. She's scared. She's proud. <laughs> a little history and Apollo bottle of Creed. Okay, so Michael Wilbon has Apollo Creed as the best boxer of all time. This is great. <laughs> Above the Patriots, Eagles, and Tim Tebow, Tyson, Tiger, and LeBron. What a rundown. <laughs> look, how, look how happy she is. Yeah. <sighs> Can the kid fight as well as the old man? That's a stretch. Here's Liverpool. I love Tommy, his his uh, agent or keeper, whatever they call them. You know, I'm gonna try not to do too many accents. It's it's almost Scottish. It's so thick. Yeah. No one cares about the bad boy anymore. <laughs> I don't know where they got this guy. All right. I mean, you got to give it to uh, Conlon. He's not thinking about the money, first and foremost. Yeah. He knows he's going to jail. He's got kids.
1: Right. They lost millions with Wheeler (laughs) when he slapped him in the face. I don't want to be remembered like this. Right. He says, I don't care. Right. He claims it's about uh, Conlon's
0: kids. It's really about him, but... That's boxing. This guy can really act, man. Jesus Christ, look at that look. Ugh, I don't know what it is about Kugler. He can just take regular people and make them into superstars. I look after Ricky Conlin. Okay. This is great, Stallone. Yeah, how you doing? <laughs> mm, is it true? He doesn't know what to say. He's looking at him in the yard, doesn't want him to hear, trying to protect him. Knows he can't. Uh-oh, business meeting. Yeah. I mean, Stallone's his dad. I mean, that's that's the movie. You uh, know, he tries to deny it a little bit later on, but it, it's his dad. He's got a mom and a dad, neither of whom he's blood-related to, but they both love him. That I would love, too. I, not not for, for Rocky and... Uh, oh, man. Not for Rocky and Mary and Creed to get together, but to just become friends, you know, after everything that's happened. And uh, Mr. Tommy here is very open about his detentions. Right, they want to count the Mexico fights. So that's ballsy. Someone to dig that up.
1: Right, 16 now Or one to now. No one needs to know. How, how in the social media is no one going to find that out?
0: But that's part of what's great about this movie. When they need to go old school, they do a little bit. Right? He, he knows you're a sure thing. Yeah, Rocky has to say it. He's brutally truthful.
1: Yeah, it is. <laughs> this has played great all around. <laughs> just a formality. Change your name to Creed. It's all about the publicity. It's just hammering it home even more. Now, Adonis says, what if I say no? Apparently he's referring to changing his name to Creed.
0: It uh, seems more general about just saying no to the whole situation. <laughs> we know where this is going. We could already see it on both Michael B's face and Rocky's. He wants to do it, but he won't take the name. Eh, my own merit. Even though he grew up in a wonderful home with a wonderful mom. I love this. Some people kind of chuckled at them sort of mostly naked, him braiding her hair. That's such an amazing thing to do. If I had a girlfriend like that with that kind of hair, man, I would love to braid that shit, man. You know, I got long hair, too.
1: Though know, hair's an awesome thing. Very sensual, very intimate. But they can still have a conversation. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the horrifying part of this whole thing is
0: if we get Creed 2 and Creed 3, which it seems like we're going to get Look at her fingers, oh my God, her long, skinny fingers. You know, we're gonna have her lose her hearing at some point, but it sort of fits with the disabilities uh theme, original Rocky, where Rocky's a little slow,
1: and uh and Adrian's a little you know socially um uh challenged. Again, these lines could be absolutely horrible coming from anyone. This, this is the classic
0: young, super talented female lead we we give her the, you know, the Hollywood dialogue to deliver. Because the best of them can. Like the Thompson here as Bianca. Awesome. Take the name. Names yours. Kisses him. boom. Okay, so this is the first of a number of important meditative moments. Um, that sort of happened off-screen between the conversation with Tessa and
1: now where he's thinking about the whole thing. The next one isn't going to come until him and Rock are alienated
0: and him and Bianca are alienated, and he seems to have lost everything. He just sits and watches the bikers and realizes he, he can fix things, but he's got to be the guy to stand, uh, stand up and do it, got to step up and do it, and that's why Bianca comes back to him. Because he is the guy who steps up and does it. when not so few would? Here we go. This is great. He's taller than you. Look at what he does with his hands. We got reach on you. Oh. Yeah, a lot more experience than you. And he's faster. Yeah, he's a champion. Right. You don't expect this. You gotta bring the fight to him. Yeah. You think he's gonna say, you've got a defensive, stay out of the way." No. You gotta go to the bite, dig. Exactly. That's what Rock did. That's what Rock did. He wasn't the tallest or the biggest. You gotta dig in the body to get them to lower their guard so you can get some headshots. That, that's what boxing's about. <laughs> right. It used to be, I don't know if you're special. Now it's like, I don't know if either of us are ready for it. But I'll do what you want to do. Right. And there's a direct line between here and you fight, I fight. You know, which which comes up later. But I got you.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Make the call. Yep. Alright. Okay.
0: Look at, look at Rocky. He can't believe the balls on this guy. I mean, he had the balls
1: to fight Apollo Curry with no experience. Okay. Watch Michael B. Jordan right here. I'm fighting Ricky Conlon. Music goes out. Boom. Dead serious on the face. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, pure determination. And this was
0: a great move. If you're going to do the cancer story, you do it in the lead up to the final act, but you get it going right from the get-go. This would be, I guess, the fourth act. Um, The fourth act being from here till the end of the cancer and starting to train again. And the fifth and final act being the training, uh, the end of the training leading into the final uh, uh, fight with Conlon. We haven't seen him fight uh, uh, Stallone before. It's interesting to think whether this exertion is hastening. Look at how Kugler Co- uh, films this. Oh, my God. It, it, this hasten, the cancer thing, it's almost a good thing. And she says, you know, we caught it early. So it was good that he's boxing when he shouldn't be. I'm good. Look at, look at Stallone. Oh, God. Oh. I mean, I, I just... What doesn't this film have, honestly? It's got love, it's got family, it's got comedy, it's got action, it's got drama, it's got amazing filming, it's got suspense, it's got music. I mean, there's really nothing on my film checklist that doesn't check. But luckily, I didn't realize that until, you know, seeing it multiple times and loving it as a whole, and then being like, okay, what's this missing? And the answer is nothing. She's great. Yeah, (laughs) I could go now. (laughs) First time without being punched. Yeah, Donnie is already onto it a little bit. I mean, that's the only stretch of the movie is that he would easily find the pamphlets and Stallone's jacket coming up, but it's sold by him being here and realizing this could be more serious than Rocky's letting on. Yeah, go to
1: sleep. <laughs> Rocky just keeps being like, You gotta train you, man. We
2: gotta train."
0: Oh, here we go. Calm before the storm. This is the family, and we get him at the end hugging. I hope uh, uh, Marianne Creed gets to be a part of this. They made him soul food. They're not rubbing it in your face. You know. They just say haven't had food like this. Collard greens. You can just tell. Yeah. Oh, God. Rocky Baba
1: You can be a great champ. Like your father, maybe better. Yeah, I mean, these two have completely revived his life.
0: And so, you know, Rocky giving up causes
1: Michael B. to give up, which causes Bianca to kind of give up on him. But Rocky brings it back together at the end. Luckily, Look at this. I
0: mean, the thing is, I can't believe I haven't really brought this up on the... right, here's the slow burn of the cancer stuff. Um, Brought up the fact that if you
1: look at Stallone and uh, Apollo Creed, played by Carl Weathers in
0: the 70s and 80s, they were in good shape, but they were not ripped, and they were not superb athletes. You uh, know, I mean, this movie, you got Michael B. Jordan, who's already played an athlete to great acclaim in Friday Night Lights as a quarterback, I believe. I didn't see the show. Everyone loves it and loves him. And it's, he's super athletic. All the boxers he faces are actual boxers. So that takes care of that. And so it's just a matter of, you know, to get back to the fighting is, uh, m- you know, making it look like it
1: lands. And it's going to land sometimes when they get hit. God bless them. What's that do? Yeah, Hodgkin's lymphoma is never, uh,
0: never a good thing. And, you know, they're already planting seeds here. Like I said, that Bianca's
1: going to lose her here, and Rocky could die. But overcoming life's problems has always been a part of the Rocky legacy, which is what ma- one of the reasons that makes it more than just a Hollywood franchise. Right, and so if you haven't seen
0: the movies, this maybe seems like kind of rash, but even as someone who hadn't seen the movies in a while but had it in my brain and knew about Adrian and that she was dead and, you know, and how much he loved her, you know, it, I, I didn't support, but I could at least understand where he was coming from. Right here the big colorful brochures, which Michael B. Finds. Uh but Ryan Coogler does a great job of making Michael B find them immediately and, and you know not making it a whole run around okay, here's a lies about the uh traffic, probably the first time he's ever lied to uh, Michael B <laughs> senior Bra's running late <laughs> I mean that's the thing. he talks back to Rocky, but there's so much love in it. Rocky can't help but love it. <laughs> stop talking so much yeah he's always telling michael b to be quiet but he doesn't really you know as as long as michael b is absorbing whatever lesson is being told he doesn't really care what michael b says
1: here's the jacket long shot on the jacket so we see the same shot you know that's what we call setting up a shot
0: just like they set up the shot earlier where him and rock were hitting the little uh what's it called the little beanbag uh you know, mini uh bag hanging on the ceiling that bounces around real fast, You gotta punch real fast. Anyway, the two of them are doing it at a certain angle, one's red, one's blue. I think Rock's red and Michael B's blue. Um by the way, right here he's talking about if I'm not here, this, if I'm not here that he forgets to put in the uh, the mouth guard. But, you know, in the in the final training scene leading up to the final fight against Conlin When Rocky can't always be there, they they shoot that, obviously, the exact same way with Michael B just hitting it by himself with the exact same camera angle. And you know what? They probably filmed that one right after
1: another, but the emotion on Michael B's face just conveyed the whole thing. It might as well have been filmed three months apart. I mean,
0: he's just smart. I mean, he's just, you know, he's just a clever, crafty gay. It done this. And it's important that even though you know he gets set off at Bianca's concert, although I'm not I'm not convinced that he made the wrong choice in decking that guy. will get there. But Rocky's the one that sets off the chain reaction that causes all the shit, which is why he's the one that has to get Bianca to come
1: back at the end. Right. Yeah. Okay. Here comes the Avon Barksdale stuff with uh. Right. The Avon stuff. Look at look at him. The way he m- moves his mouth to the side. That's a straight Avon. Uh. Yeah.
0: God, look how jacked Michael B. Jordan is. Here it is. This is what's going to get played at the Academy Awards, I think. Right here. Hey, here. I'd like to buy one more day with my wife. Adrian, I'd do it. I die happy man for one day.
1: Oh God, what can happen? Self pity. Yeah. Yep.
0: Right. He says everything I got is moved on, but he's missing what's right in front of him. And he gives a, a opposite mirror speech to this when Donnie goes to jail when he realizes he screwed up. Right. I'm just some bum in your crib can't believe Michael B didn't get nominated for this movie.
1: It's such a travesty. It is. Oh. The level of difficulty. Stallone is just playing an
0: amazing version of Rocky and of himself. Michael B as like a 29 year old or whatever, much higher level of difficulty, but that's okay. This is a beautiful thing. And oh, now Kugler has maybe moved on. Oh, right there. Look at that look. Yeah, that was that was the final straw. Right, we're not we're nothing but a you know
1: a kid in his trainer or whatever he said, and you know, it's not like father and son. Right here, and this is part of the Oscar stuff too, the subtle stuff. What'd you do? why
0: would you say that? Easy to put in the scripts, difficult to give you chills every time, which is what this does. So this sets off about a ten to twelve minute, of, at most, you know, obvious misdirection where everyone's going to get broken up, and it's like in the comic book movies, your heroes are all down. Their powers are spent, or they're captured, or everyone's injured, and you got to rally the troops. And okay, but the racial stuff going on in this scene is what you know is why I can't be that mad for punching the guy. You know, this is why I can't be that mad at him for punching the, the dude, even though he's the, op- the opener, or I should say uh, Bianca is the opener for him at the Electric Factory, which I've been to many times, and is, as sketch- is really even way sketchier than the, uh, is portrayed here. You don't know nobody no more, he says. Stop acting light-skinned, he says. That is a
1: huge,
0: huge racist comment. No matter what perspective you're taking. Not <laughs> like that guy's particularly dark. This guy must be a real rapper. Uh-oh, here comes Baby Creed. It was great as everyone now, you know, in the audience, we call him Baby Creed, but not here. Yeah. Right, hey fam, I was showing you love. Ugh, God, this guy's such a sleaze.
1: Ugh. Uh-oh. VIP pass, next year pop, damn son, oh yeah.
0: Now, punching the security guard was definitely not a smart idea. (laughs) Look at her, it's her yelling, boom, right to jail. Amazing. Amazing. Tessa does almost nothing in that scene other than get insulted, get upset, and then get angry. And again, you know. You know, we just got the big Stallone speech, you know, about why he's giving up. And here he's going to say,
1: okay, I'm sorry about what I said, but I'm still giving up. And your friend's locked up. Friends, right. You're just a train at me, right? Yeah, he apologizes for it immediately. This is an interesting dynamic. This
0: has to be a father abandoned me. Yeah, this has to be a father abandonment situation. Don't touch me, old man. Get your sick ass out of here. Right. Oh, you got my real family killed. Look at that look from Stallone. Oh, my God.
1: Yeah, he knows He knows Donnie doesn't mean this the way he's trying to make it sound. You hate me. That's what it is, right? Or maybe you're mad with somebody who ain't here, Donnie, who can't defend himself. Talking
0: about Apollo, of course, his father. And uh but the important thing is, is, is Sly's getting all conciliatory and philosophical about the whole thing, and Michael B. realizes it and calls him out on his bullshit. Because so Michael B., there's only one, there's only one positive result here, which is that Rocky gets the treatment and he fights. Look at the, oh my, the crying on. Um, on command. That's impossible. You're caught in the shadow. Talk about shadows again.
2: Yeah. Yeah, just leave him in. He's crying. Oh. God.
0: It's, you know, I, I just, I know he's gonna win an Academy Award or many. Oh, here it is. Mirroring the beginning of the movie. It's his furious rage punching at the wall and at himself. Uh, God, yeah, What a Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, you know, a scene and a half ago, we'd still stealing the entire scene. And here we have Michael B. Jordan stealing the entire scene. In an extended conversation, which was essentially the same in terms of topics, (laughs) but was an important step to Donnie's realization, which isn't going to happen until Tessa tells him to get lost, unfortunately. Which, you know, I mean, your boyfriend fighting <laughs> you know, your uh, coworkers uh if you could call it that the music industry, I guess is grounds for, you know, at least, like, I don't want to talk to you for a little while. But I had to do it to push the story forward. She's clearly, you know, way more insecure than maybe we had um <laughs> stop knocking on my door like the police. Yeah. At least he's not kicking it on the door like the beginning. Right? And you apologize when you spill a drink on someone that when You assault the headline to my show. Okay, but just like I talked about earlier about Bianca being so perceptive. First of all. Right, first thing he asks is, did you kill it? Yeah. Yeah, we did good. But she's super perceptive coming up about Rocky. Before he even finishes his set, that's a choice I love. I don't know if it was the acting or the editing, but I love that choice. To not make it a slow burn of realization right here. And we're looking at the back of their heads, this whole scene. Absolutely brilliant. It's the same shot angle of the door. They sometimes get a little closer, sometimes further away, but it's the same same
1: angle. So when we see it locked by itself in, in a second, he's got cancer. Right, so what's going on in Bianca's mind right now? He obviously overreacted.
0: She can't think he's like a psycho at this point. They've been together for a while. He obviously screwed up. He is a boxer. She does love Rocky, too. And so she says, I'm going to shut both of these guys out. Might have to do with the hearing loss. Might just be getting burned too many times in the past. Yeah. Don't close me out. Look at that. Oh, she breaks my heart. And uh, and you know she's coming back, but it still breaks her heart. Right. He tries to soft sell. I get it. I messed up. You know this scene is coming a mile away. Yeah, you know this is coming. But as soon as he starts yelling, she pulls him out. And and they muffle the sound. I need you right now. Jesus Christ. I mean, who can act? I mean, he's like the Wolverine, right? I mean, Hugh Jackman from the back in the first X-Men movie, before you even see him, you're like, okay, that guy's the Wolverine. There's not that many actors like that. Denzel is definitely like that. Uh, you know, I think Stallone in-, in the heyday was like that, and I think Michael B is like that. He just, the way he just leans into things with his musculature. The gym shuts. did Rocky tell him to shut it? I don't think so. I don't think he'd be that much of a dick. And this is it. Whole movie comes right to this, nigga. What's up? What's up? I heard you, Apollo Creed. Son thinks about it. And says, "Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Th- that's the thing. Is Stallone is Yoda, but this kid is the uh, the gods come down at the perfect moment. You know, that kid is just giving him." Permission to say, that's what's up, your creed's on, fucking hell yeah. In this mile, here it comes. Oh, I love it. And the thing is, I wish, I, again, I wish I had measured it. I don't think that was even 10 to 12 full minutes of, like, true tension in the movie. But it was so real, and it remains so real because they don't just drop the cancer stuff. We see him fighting cancer, which is the important thing. But, <laughs> you know, you want to get back to the good feeling so bad. Especially because Bianca seems to be out of the picture for now. It looks like he lost five pounds. Yeah. I don't know if that's a dig at him earlier saying, I could lose five pounds, no
1: problem. <laughs> Alright, here it comes. Just sits there angry. What do I look like? Uh, and this is his Oscar. If he had an Oscar reel, it would be on it for sure. Yeah, just like any other fight. Yeah,
0: right. That's the thing. We know Adrian died of cancer, uh, but he doesn't get the bigger picture. That it's not about him. It's about both of them,
1: right? I don't care. This is it. Boom. That's the movie. If I fight, you fight. Bam. That's all you need. Look at Sloan. He
0: knows it immediately. He knows he's right. He's right. He's supposed to be Rocky, the ultimate fighter. And he's trying to train this kid up to fight, and he's not going to fight for his own life and for the two of them? Look at that look, that mischievous look. The thing is, every characteristic of Rocky in this movie has been either, you know, teased or for the most part fully realized in the previous movies, but it's just so subtle here and just fits in with 2015 Philadelphia. Here we go. Boom. You're going, okay, send it the hospital. That was an amazing shot of the Ben Franklin statue in the skyline of Philadelphia, by the way. God bless him. Here we go. Okay, here comes the music. So the music for the next, like, four to six minutes or so might be more. Is a mixture of uh, uh, Ludwig. Um, are you serious? <laughs> you want me to do it for you? Yeah. Uh, Ludwig Gornsson's, uh Rocky music. Or it's not his Rocky music, but doing the Rocky music. Mixed with Meek Mill and a bunch of singers and producers coming up. Looks into these drugs. You know, this is like what happens before. Battlestar Galactica commercial with the drugs. Alright, he's running up. I think this is University of Pennsylvania Hospital. Um, this is a good hospital. Here he is in south, you know, Italian market area. Doing the jump rope. Listen to the music right here. Uh, everything gets super dizzy and out of place in the music as rocky does throwing up i'm not sure what that mask is supposed to do it makes you breathe less oxygen so you don't need as much oxygen to to breathe i think is the idea all right and he's look at this i mean the the, the physical toll the mental toll the emotional toll uh, i don't know rocky getting treatment oh this is so heartbreaking I mean, Stallone is an older guy than we're led to believe in real life, but he's older in this movie than in real life for sure in terms of his health. It's great that we see some Conlon fighting and that they do it with the HBO documentary feel because that's how we were introduced to him. Here we go. All right, so listen to the music. And him and the bag man here, I
1: always forget his name, the pads. All right. He's Amir's father. You know,
0: Oh, this is great. You got to drink coconut water. No, two. I can only do one. I'm dizzy. There's the shot. Yeah, they did that probably right after they did the shot with the two of them. Look at Conley. He's so psychotic. They just got Uh, Oh, man. I, uh... Yeah, I, I'll have to get back to you about the guy who played Ricky Codlin. I just didn't want to know. Okay, this shot right here of just doing the pull-ups and he's centered in the middle of the camera and the way the camera's framed, just a little off is a super 70s, 80s, you know, trading workout shot. I love it. Right, so Rocky's giving advice to everybody, which is what they want. Look, just,
1: okay. Boom. Listen. 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 dig down. yuck
0: i love this they're going over ipad footage together i think he's got something up his sleeve okay here we go listen i mean just sing along you can hear it with the boxing gloves it's amazing here we go baby oh yeah okay Oh, this is it meek mill meets Ludwig Göransson and orchestra and hip-hop have beautiful sex just gorgeous making love between the hip-hop and the orchestra look at this they're all going to front street on their jeeps oh man you know we saw part of this shot in the uh in the trailer but not the whole thing with the music it's absolutely spectacular oh man This is the Rocky running up the art museum, but unfortunately it's better. Sorry, Rock. Look at him. Look at this when they go slow-mo. Boom. Slow-mo from the back. He's coming from out of frame. Hoodie going. You think it's going to be just a normal cheesy slow-mo end of a scene, but nope. Uh, Here come the bikes. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Glorious. I mean, it's so over-the-top, but it's so beautiful. And this is the fighting hard, fighting strong, fighting harder, fighting stronger. That's throughout Rocky, I believe. And they do numerous versions of this, at least two, if not three, in the movie and or soundtrack. Yeah, I love this is great. Right. He starts shadow boxing. You gotta do this. This is Rocky in the middle of the streets showing off his boxing skills and there's motorbikes everywhere. Look at this filming, oh man. No wonder they gave Ride Cougar Black Panther. This guy's a master. Yeah, look at Rock. <laughs> this is pretty similar to Josh Serenity um this is pretty similar to Josh Whedon with Serenity. Um, although he had done a lot of TV work and writing, better known than Ryan Coogler, but that jump to Avengers was a huge jump budget-wise, but not filming-wise. Boom. I love it. The whole time he's going, come on, Rock, come on, Rock, come on, Rock, come on, Rock. We're not even, we can't even hear what they're saying, but, but we know, I mean, he's doing it for Rocky, and that's what's so brilliant about this fucking movie, is that. You know, it it seems like Rocky's the trainer, but it's a two-way relationship, and here we go. Alright, here it is, the final bout. We all knew it was coming, Um, and what's great about the final bout is just that... Uh, first of all, we definitely know what's gonna happen at the weigh-in. You know, Creed's been watching all this. He saw him deck Wheeler at the previous weigh I can't believe after everything, this guy almost loses more money. <laughs> Look how psychotic Ricky is! Lo- almost loses more money by starting a- yet another fight uh, at the weigh-in. Rocky's trying to prepare Adonis. Adonis says it looks like an art museum.
1: That's definitely a tribute to Philly. <laughs> Can we expect any more fireworks? Thinking
0: anger management classes. This is like a Bradley Cooper "Wedding Crashers." Yeah, and you think it's gonna be lighthearted? Here we go. Right, this, this jackass from England. It calls him an overnight success. And yeah, nothing happened overnight. That's exactly how it happened. Never had the damn flight in his life. He found that name last night. Look at that look from Conlon, and this is why the final fight is great. Um, I'll just let you guys watch this. Is that you know it has all the elements of a final Rocky fight. It goes all the way, you know, twelve rounds. Used to be fifteen rounds. Right. He's praising his father while insulting him. Calls him Silver Spoon. Yeah. <laughs> it, you know, Conlon's. Oh, you're a false creed. That's like calling him a false prophet. That's uh, that's Ted's. But what's great is what, what actually saves Adonis here from losing his temper too much is Rocky starting to stumble. And he goes, okay, okay, okay. And then he just goes, okay, we'll see what's up, we'll see what's up. He tones it way down. <laughs> Conlon's totally just playing mind games with him. Here we go, this is such a great scene. But they, they wrap up or deal with, you know, so much drama in and around the final fight that the actual choreography, even if it had just been mediocre, would be totally perfect and totally enough but nope they give us the full double triple quarter pounder big mac you know with bacon and 10 slices of cheese and so forth yeah this is here that says i oh, want you do me a favor he says it's not important but i want to lock it in you know <laughs> this this got big laughs in the theater everyone knew it was happening except Adonis <laughs> yeah they keep looking at the door <laughs> <laughs> I like how night nice, I mean Donnie's not even considered the fact that she would he he's moved on or or he's trying to move on. <laughs> <Who is> that? <laughs> yeah. You know, and just like in the best Joss Whedon movies. Uh uh, look at her. Look at the look on her face. What are you doing here, Bianca? <laughs> you gotta kill me. Gives him the gives him the uh you know the bro five slash backslap, right? We know about the legs, the leg thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's important. He's telling him not to have sex, which Dot is totally just over the moon that she's here. Look at that smile. He's shy. She says yeah, and then he says please. You know, um, look at. Yeah. I mean, cause she. What's great is it's not a matter of her forgiving him for the fight. It's her realization that. You know They belong together, and everyone deserves a second chance, especially a guy like Donnie, he you know, has been going through so much with his, his own identity. And with Rocky sick. Okay, here we go. I did not know what was in the bag when I first saw this. <laughs> no surprises. Yeah, Too many presents. They're already setting you up that he's going to be distracted by everything around the fight. But, in fact, all of this stuff helps focus him. He needs Bianca on his side. Definitely needs Ma. Build your own legacy, Ma. You know, a little similar to Guardians of the Galaxy when Peter Quill opens the note from his mother at the end with Awesome Mix Volume 2. Look at Bianca. You know, her face is right up in it. You see the Creed pants. They pan up to Bianca. She goes, holy shit. Michael B. Jordan has to take an extra breath or two. Uh, yeah. I mean, and again, I hadn't seen the Rocky movies in a long time. Nice colors. Right, yeah, I think he knew. He he worked with Marianne on this, which makes me think they're gonna reestablish contact in Creed too, It should be great. Uh, Rocky and Marianne Creed. I did not know that was what was in there. I hadn't seen Rocky in a long time, but I knew exactly what it meant. It's gonna bring him luck. Yeah, and this is brilliant. It could have just said Creed. Nope, Johnson on the back. You know, that's the past. Creed on the front, moving forward. Not only the cameras and everyone will see Creed, but Johnson, you know, will always be a part of his identity. And here comes the rockin' music. Oh, yep. Yeah. Look at him. Does he say anything? Just shakes his head. Yeah. Okay. So they 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 have a track that encompasses that last scene, this scene, and a bunch of the first part of the fight. But they play this little speech on the soundtrack. It's sort of softly in the background. It's awesome. Doing it for yourself. I mean this is the this is this is one of those like you could use this for either of these two in terms of their uh, you know Academy Award reel. I can see like, your eyes that you're gonna do it. Rocky never doubts him for a second. You know that's the thing. Rocky Rocky always believed in the kid, but it was the way the kid helped him fight cancer, and 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 oh, I love that they're still. in still doing pad work before the fight but the way he helped rocky come back to life twice you know first before the cancer and then after the cancer now rocky's really a believer you know that's the hardest thing to do you can be the best fighter in the world from a physical standpoint but to help someone want to live instead of die i mean you know that's that's like the greatest mitzvah you can do as we'd say in Judaism it's, you know saving one life is like saving an entire planet boom Gives them the cowl and the hood, Oh, yeah, team creed. Right, this is why I think Rocky had to have been involved with the pants, because they had to have all the shirts and stuff made up too. Um, you know. I'm sure he you knows someone in Philly you know, and I can put this stuff together relatively quickly. Make it look good. You know, it's the red white and blue. And that's part of the reason you had to have Ricky Conlin be not American, because this is a callback to the bicentennial fights in Rocky one and two between um Apollo and Rocky. You know, and so you've been rooting him. You know, rooting for him so far just as Creed. Now you're rooting for him as Creed and as you know, America versus this ridiculous thug from uh, from Liverpool. Uh, A little Tupac here, yeah. So the thing is, they are milking it in the sense of like there are two um, soundtracks, or actually, there's there's a soundtrack which this is on with all the hip hop numbers, and then there's the score. Uh, it's totally worth the double purchase because you know they flow so well together. You can just and there's actually some overlap, although not direct overlap, in terms of rapping on one and and, and then the orchestra with the rapping on the
1: other. Um. Yeah, the long walk through. I mean, that's the thing. I and
0: mean, the the intro and the uh the thing is the intro and the walkthrough for the fight is. You know, almost as long as the fight, and that, that's what I, I've been trying to get to, is just how th- this fight is a reward for everything we've done, but it's more character building. So I'm trying to get to um, with Joss Whedon is, you know, great directors like Whedon, um, and even J.J. J. Abrams and, you know, other big epic directors, um, doing genre films of various genres. You know, Ryan Coogler directed this, and going be doing Black Panther, so it's not so far... Um, to uh, bring in the superhero thing. And in fact, I've talked numerous times on and off mic about Adonis as a modern-day, believable, realistic superhero in terms of the way he, he conducts his life and or, or tries to conduct his life. Right. I love that Rocky says, I want you to enjoy it. At, w- once he starts getting his face pounded in... You know, Rocky would get more specific about how not to die in the ring. But right now, he's just trying to keep him calm. keep him calm. Now, some people thought the intro to conan was so over the top. But that is the point. With the fire blowing and the slow walk. I mean, it's like The Undertaker. You know, or like back in the day, WWF wrestling. You know, with the, the big villain or the big hero comes in. They got the cell phone cameras. Um, Galen. Another great hip-hop track. But, anyways, what this movie does great is it, it's not just a reward—the final fight, boom. It's, you know, more character building, and it's character building that could only happen here after all the time spent in and out of the ring leading up to this. Waste my time? Don't no waste my time. Yeah, baby. Uh oh, here he comes. Pretty ricky. <laughs> So, yeah, you had to have it be an international foe. You know, that was the one cool thing about, uh, um, you know, Rocky Four. Other than the Apollo stuff, the one cool thing about Rocky Four was... Oh, there it is. Ricky Conlon, 36-0, 28 by knockout. This is not that far from him in real life. I looked it up really quickly. He is 26-2-1 uh, with 16 KOs you know, over the course of a number of years. And this is, in fact, his first acting experience, which is hard to believe. Yeah, you know, the announcement, Um, the announcers are perfect. Uh, I wonder if they work for HBO or Pay-Per-View. They, you know, they sound legit, everything else. I mean, they got the, let's get ready to rumble, guy. But this was supposed to be over the top. The whole movie's been restrained to this point. And the whole idea is, you know, Conlon should beat Creed to a pulp. Um, and in fact, the guy who plays Conlon, um we keep uh, forgetting to mention his name, Tony Bello, who's six foot, has a ridiculous reach of 74 inches. He's 33. You know. He, he... He... Adonis doesn't belong in this ring, as all sites have commented on. We'll see that that's not the case. Oh, here we go. Felicia Rashad is... Mrs. Crete, she's so great. People were were laughing, mostly approvingly and appreciatively at her little one-liners. Watching the TV throughout the uh, throughout the fight, uh, I loved it. And we're wearing are the Stars and Stripes, but anyways, there's so much psychological uh, manipulation, I guess, going on right from the beginning when Tony first offers the match, and he basically acknowledges that it's a setup for an easy win for Conlon, and then Conlon at the weigh-in, and we'll see up here when they, you know, barely touch gloves in a very unsportsmanlike way from Bello, uh who's playing Conlon, still trying to dig into him. You know, he is a little scared, and, and that's the great thing. Uh And so when Conlon gets knocked down briefly at the end of the fight, there's a look of, of shock on his face, but, you know... Just the fact that Rocky's in his corner, and, and Conlon's gone out of his way to, you know, sort of say, "Oh, no one cares about Rocky anymore." Oh, here we go. This is it. Look at that look from Conlon, eye to eye. Michael B. Jordan, and then we've got the two handlers looking at each other. Yeah, Tommy's not nice shorts boy. Too bad your daddy ain't there to fight them. He says, "And then Rocky, you know what? I'm mean, gonna close the big mouth, Okay, okay. So another thing I haven't given enough props to this movie is between all the ambient sound and music and the fact that Stallone, you know, uh, mutters a little bit, mutters and stammers and, and, and you know, speaks under his breath a lot, it's always a perfect sound balance. And I saw it in some theaters that had better sound than others. Oh, Mrs. Creed. And, uh, you know, somehow you can always understand, at least for me, what Stallone is saying. And as someone who whose hearing isn't great these days... Uh, you know, I give huge props where I often can't tell what characters like that are saying. Alright, here comes
1: the fight. I think the fight is not more than ten minutes. Move your head, right. Okay, so let's watch this fight here. Boom. Here comes the music. It's been quiet so far.
0: Now the low bass and a little bit of drums coming in. I can turn up the sound a little bit, people. Boom. Oh, yeah. Uh, Conlon's fucking with up. Uh, look how ripped. Oh, Adonis. I like that he laughs at Big Punch in the face. They pr- oh, oh. God, it looks so real. I do not know how they connected this. Oh. Yeah, he's pounding him against the ropes. He's already getting warning in the first round. Yeah, and what's great is Bianca is starting to learn the moves and everything and knows when, when Kree is in a bad place and what he should be doing. Boom. So, this is the first fight in the movie. Oh. Watch, mother. Oh, God. My son's going to get killed. Not even one round um this is the classic rocky fight where they're just landing punches the whole time although they hold off a little bit until like the second round look at him run at him yeah i mean it's like an ultimate fighting thing boom gets an extra shot in he should get suspended at this point or at least get a yellow card or whatever they call it yeah this is real for you now boy yeah i love that they're talking at each other okay so the red eyes already hit this is important Right, Stallone. (laughs) I'm going to knock it out. So the whole fight, Tommy's saying, knock him out. Don't play with him. Don't let him get too close. Just knock them the fuck out. And Conlon's always like, I'm taking him out. I'm taking him out. Come on, baby, what you doing? (laughs) And this is great. We get specific strategic advice from Rocky. Right, Drop the right hook. Yeah, you know that's the thing. He's a motivator, but he is is a true trainer when it comes to boxing strategy. He knows exactly what he's looking at. All right, so you're
1: like, okay, he got his ass beat in round one. Um, yeah. Feet first, feet
0: first, right, right. So we know that this is the the whole strategy is that he has to get. I mean, they've been saying this since they accepted the fight, and he was talking to Rock in the basement of the restaurant. You got to get inside. Uppercut, man. But we know he has to get inside, and we jab into the body so that Ricky gets tired enough or, you know, hurt enough to lower the gloves and get a real face shot in. Yeah, he's talking. Whenever Donna starts talking, you know, it's a good thing. Boom! Oh, yeah, baby! Oh, look how shocked he looks. Yes! (laughs) Yeah, Conlon, just the right amount of fear. Uh, no. So Conlon in the movie has never been dropped. In real life, he's hardly ever been dropped boom that's right this is the rocky thing i mean they should both be on the deck right now and they have 10 more rounds who fucking cares it's glorious with the music uh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and what's great is you think the tide's gonna turn but but curry gets his ass kicked in round three he doesn't even know where he's going right the announcers already can tell that's kicking in the crowd that this is gonna be a longer fight right they don't know what you've been through they sure don't know what we've been through exactly right these two were just talking you know straight boxing you know, Sloan's saying, dude, this is nothing compared to what we've done. Yeah, now he knows you're for real. You have to believe that you
1: can do it. You know, and that's the thing. Yeah. You woke up a sleeping giant, he's going to come after you. And that's the thing about
0: boxing. All it takes is one round to get your confidence going, Like, like in a lot of sports. Okay, look at the camera. So they, you know, they green screen the giant, um uh, stadium, but there was, like, actual crowd around the, the, uh, the boxing ring, which is what you want, you don't want to be distracted by a 100,000 people in the stadium, so they, you know, filmed that separately, his arm is long, because they're playing his game, Donny, yeah, (laughs) right, one step, one punch, one round at a time, that's that's the motto, one step, one punch, one round at a time, yeah, and this is the classic, you know, that make the first few rounds long and dramatic and the last couple rounds long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's lucky to be in the same Yeah, even Tommy and Conlon are starting to get a little... Oh, boom, yeah. Tommy and Conlon getting a little scared. I love how they slow it down. Briefly, the blackout, it's just the two of them in the ring. It's such a cool idea with just a few people lingering in the background. You can't make it totally empty. Oh, man. And we've been seeing them get hit hard, but again, we have to imagine what's been going on in the intervening rounds... And, you know, again, they land more punches in two rounds and in the Rocky movies than in 12 in Normal Life, but no one wants to see a lot of punching at air. And they've been so restrained. <laughs> he's got the smell like salts, Right, you're going through hell. And this is an important part for Rocky. You think he's just motivating him. You know, Ricky on the surface seems way less beat up than Adonis, but Rocky's saying, no, dude, you're a lot closer than you think. You know, you can't always tell just based on, you know, cuts on faces and so forth. Boom. Yeah amazing filming I love that they want Hollywood here I know some people felt like you know it was a little over the top but it's just because you would come to see the movie as not really a standard Hollywood movie uh, the entire time and so when they do go full Rocky here you had to do it you needed to fight right it's you against you yep right he's just in your way I love this yeah it's you against you get him out of the way boom Yeah. Not only is he in the ring, he's in the fight. They do a great job. Oh, left. I think that was a left hook. The spit in the blood is great. Here we go. Ice, boom, blood, splatter, blood on the bell. I love the, the blood on the bell. All the pain you had inside, everything you held back. Uh, this goes r- back to the original training sequence before they even uh, are thinking of fighting Spirino, I think. Or maybe in training for Sporino. about, uh, you know, everyone who disrespected you, everything that you hate about your life. that wish you could have changed. Put it here. Right, so this is, is, oh yeah, he's going to the body. Exactly, this is what he's been working towards the whole time. And Rocky's been laying the groundwork for this, We're going to the body. But but Creed just lets his guard down a little too much right there and then uh, coming up body, right, go to the body, go to the body. But it leaves your own face exposed. That's the whole idea. It's <laughs> the that's the trade off We go to the body. Boom. Oh. I've never been to a movie where the entire theater gasped as loud at the same time, every time I saw it, as to this right here. And he really got hit. He really got hit. And he actually's unconscious here, I believe, for a moment. Now, right, now they've taken him off the stage, and now he's back on. Well, you know, no longer unconscious, but he really got hit there. The physics of it, you had to do it. You had to look at both boxers, see their faces, and for his face and body to move like that, he had to get clocked. Come on, baby. <laughs> yeah. But, Look, oh his mom and then Tessa shutting him out, it's loving him. Rocky, cancer, thinking of everything. Uh oh, Apollo. Boom. I love it. You see his dad, and that's what wakes him up. You know, finally he's embracing this the power and strength of the creed name. Yeah. And here's Codlet
1: celebrating. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. God, Fleischer Rashad is
0: six-man off the bench. I mean, I know there's only four major players in the movie, but her amount of screen time is incredibly affecting and effective. Oh, God, how is he still standing? Yeah. And so, you know, as I mentioned in my past podcast, I, uh, oh, this is so hard to, to look at with his shut eye and how they, they cheat the ref up here, and the ref knows it's cheating because it's the 12th round and it's, Creed son and everything else. Yeah. Rocky's looking at him going, Yeah, I'm gonna stop this thing. Yeah, this is the exact mirror of Rocky IV before Apollo dies and Apollo begs him not to stop the fight and then gets killed. Here we go. Right, so we, at first, <laughs> how many fingers? Great camera work. Yeah. I'm not sure everyone caught on to this immediately. I did. He dumped the tap. It's just beautifully framed. Look at the ref. <laughs> he knows that they're full of shit. <laughs> But that's you know, the 12th round of one of the biggest fights of the year. Not the biggest fight of the year. You gotta do it. Yeah, Tommy's trying to use the same. Right. Tommy's saying, stay away from him. Conlon's saying, no, screw that. I'm going after him. I don't care. If, yeah, C- Conlon's so. Oh, here it is. I gotta prove it. Prove what? I'm not a mistake. There's so many ways to interpret it. Look at Rocky. Yeah, Michael Bay. Mm hmm. Yeah, I never could thank Apollo. But it's nothing compared to what you've done. You taught me how to fight again, and I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna fight this thing. But if I fight, I want you to fight. There it is. Boom. I fight. You fight. Yeah. Knock <laughs> that son of a bitch down. Yeah. Say it. You're this suff- Yeah. Ugh, you're a creed, and I love you, kid. Oh man, I'm getting chills. So yeah, but I mean, the, <laughs> oh here it comes. The, the the main rocky theme is like this is like the you know the John Williams Star Wars the crawl of the beginning of uh of all the Star Wars movies and they just play it boom now we can go back to sort of the the bells and trumpets um french horns and a little bit of like uh synth the boom okay hard left upstairs yeah yeah Oh man, I don't know what to say. This is just glorious fighting right here. Hard right by Conlon. Trading shots. Oh god. So it's like just who's gonna fall first, and that's the thing. It's this triumph of the will. Uh, Mrs. Creed. I mean, you know, there's so many cuts in this fight because you had to do so much more, but everyone's still landing. And that's the thing—the the drama of all the major characters is unfolding in the ring while we're watching this. That's what makes this important. That's what makes this great. And that's why I said I could watch this fight over and over again. But I would only do it after watching the whole movie. Not 'cause that's how. Bam! Boom! Oh! <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. People, yeah, the people in the Philly theaters were loving it, Miss Mrs. Cosme. That's what I'm talking about. Right, you cannot be saved by the bell, so normally if you just stand up and the bell goes off, you know, and you're not totally dead, they let you continue. But in the 12th round, you have to actually stand up and be waved off the way he is. You know, he waves him off pretty quickly. And I love the way they play this. You kind of know he's not going to win. If you know anything about boxing, if both guys are standing at the end, the one who won the most rounds based on scoring of judges wins is pretty subjective. But even the rounds that we saw... Although he did clock him in the twelfth and get a couple good shots in, Conlon was clearly the dominant one. But everyone knows that he "quote-unquote" lost in the right by split decision. But his mom's so proud. Rocky knows he's coming. Yeah, still undefeated champion. Yeah, and before the announcer even stops, yeah, Donnie, you were robbed. Yeah, fight had been ten seconds longer. Yep, uh, and this is great. Totally Hollywood, but this actor plays it great. He's been such a psycho. You go and get it. You are the future of this division. You wear that name with pride. I, I didn't even understand what Condon was saying like the first time I uh I saw this, uh, but you get the the meaning of it. Yeah, his mom. <laughs> he almost gave me a heart attack. Got my family. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. <sighs> They've just sold the family dynamic so brilliantly and smoothly. If mean, you never questioned, yeah, I'm a lucky guy. What could I say? Yeah. Right, he's a real fighter. He's helping me fight a few things. Yeah, He says a few things. He doesn't say you fight one thing. He's fighting different things.
1: Yeah. I love that. Oh, here we go. Another reason he should be nominated. I just tell him that I love him. He didn't leave me on purpose. He finally gets it.
0: Proud to be a Creed. He finally, yep, look at him. His realization. He's finally comfortable in his own skin, who he is. Yeah. And this is, I was going to say before, I kind of thought this would Mirror Rocky 1, where he'd lose on the sheet, you know, for my technicality, but would win the crowd and become a legend even in losing, which you'd never see with with hero movies or superhero movies, and the three of them just soaking it in, the crowd cheering Creed, you know, uh, you got to do it. You got to do it. We, we, you know, we had to have him lose to the best fighter in the world, but not by much, and to win the hearts of everyone, so that when, you know, Conlon's in jail, I suppose, when Creed two comes out, I don't know, I guess the, 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 uh, the belt, the championship belt will be up for, uh, for grabs. Yeah, everyone knows he's seen something special, a fight they'll never forget. Right here it is. Ricky Conlon wins the fight, Adonis Creed wins the night. Boom. Last we see if Tessa... Until Creed II. Right, so that whole fight sequence, which is the actual fight, was about 12 to 14 minutes, which is a great length. And here it is, the art museum. This is, you know, I can almost throw a, um, why well, should say I can almost hit a baseball this far from my house. This is uh, the Ben Franklin Parkway, leading towards City Hall, which you could see in the background, the spire sort of the northwest corner of Center City uh, with a Champs Elysees type street leading, uh, or Boulevard, I should say, Giant Boulevard leading down to downtown. Um, and this is all true. Uh, Rocky loves the art museum, he says, since he was 12. And in real life, Stallone says that he first went to the art museum since he was 12. He's an artist himself. And, uh, you know... Again, where where does the Rocky end and Stallone begin? I mean, that's what makes it such a brilliant character. And if anything, there's more Stallone in this movie than the other Rocky movies. I mean, the first one, he's really channeling himself. Uh, but he is playing a character. You know, this is a, as if the two universes sort have collided. <laughs> Come on, old man. Or is that young man? Yeah. Still pushing them. They're always training each other. They're always pushing each other one step at a time. Yeah, he's still creating a monster. What does he say? That was for you or something? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Who told you that? Some old guy. I meant that for you, not me. Uh, I think he needed a few more steps. Ah, it's beautiful. Art Museum in Philadelphia. Absolutely glorious. What a
0: love story to this city. You know, and now Adonis Hollywood career is uh, going to be permanently based in Philly, you know, building his own career. Hopefully Uncle will stay around a while longer. Hopefully Tessa will be around for the duration. Boom, there it is. That's City Hall straight on there. That's Spire. Yeah, you can see your whole life from here. They have a shot they don't show in the movie. That was just a photo they did and released later. In this exact shot from behind, where they both have the their both you know arms and fists up like Rocky. Okay, so this closing music. This is a bookend to the fighting hard, fighting strong, fighting you know harder, fighting stronger with the Me Camille uh, during the the final training training sequence with the motorbikes and running and come on Rock, come on Rock. Love the way they do the credits here, but we get Donald Glover, who's a great actor and young comedian as well, a fantastic singer, and a couple other uh, singers and or rappers on this track. You know, I love that they went super intense with the, the credit music, and in fact, this uh, you know track I listen to as much as anything in the movie. This one in the uh, Meek Mill, man, what a great movie. Here it is, the sequence. It's just so rewatchable, you know? I mean, it... <laughs> It's so three-dimensional, even though, as I mentioned, there's only like 10 to 12 minutes of the sort of the main conflict, middle end of the movie, but, you know, it's not just that we've earned the conflict to not last forever, but we've earned the complexity, you know, there's a lot of small and medium-sized problems throughout, so, you, you know, you don't have to make the final conflict go on and on and on in terms of the three characters, and it wouldn't be logical, you know, the three of them all, beca- oh, Tessa Thompson, look at her... Um, this isn't her singing, by the way, but she does amazing in the movie, Felicia Rashad, God bless, but, you know, you didn't have to string out the, the personal conflict between the main three, because it just would have been out of character, you know, cooler heads prevail, uh, you know, I, I think if Adonis had gone back to, this is Donald Glover singing by the way here, uh, you know, if Adonis had gone back to Tessa, you know, a couple weeks later or something, or, you know, maybe he could have gotten her back early, um, or earlier than he did, but he gave her space, and that you know, and ultimately, that, I guess that was the right move. Stallone was never going to, uh, Ragu was never going to let that relationship, and but he needed uh, needed Creed focused. So, thanks for listening. Hope you love that movie as much as I do. Don't know when I'll be releasing this. Hopefully
1: before the Academy Awards. And uh, I fight, you fight. Bizzle out.